Welcome back to GMs for Hire, everybody. My name is Will Polson. Alongside with me are the other three GMs for Hire. The same four, the core four, are here: Matt, RJ, and Jamil. And we're here to bring you our Week Three pickums for the NFL 2020 season. Uh, we we are coming up on a close race still, just like Week One. Uh, there is only one game separating first from second and third. Uh, Matt is still the lead dog, coming in at 22 and 10 after two weeks. RJ and Jamil both continue to be tied at 21 and 11. And, uh, you know, I'm just glad you let me join your reindeer games. I'm coming into 18 and 14. We're pull, we're tanking for Trevor Lawrence, and it's going pretty well over here in the Polston household. So uh, we're going to move on. Uh, if you caught our uh, week two recap, you can go ahead and check that out to see what we had to say about your fans team or your favorite team, I should say. Um, go ahead and go check that out, see what we had to say about your game. But uh, if you want to see what we have to say about week three, this is this is the place to be. So we're going to start off on the games that we differ on. There's only a couple, I think five this week, which beats last week, which was only four. Um, but a couple of different uh, split decisions this year, or this week, year. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> what is English? But uh, we're going to start with the Chicago at Atlanta Um I'm going to be a homer. Uh, screw it. I'm going with Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. The other three are not. Uh, the Bears currently are 2-0. and The Falcons starting off 0-2. Um, but it's not to say that the Falcons don't have a hell of an offense. They have been very explosive when it comes to uh, the offensive side of the ball. I want to say putting up 30-plus points in both games. Uh, they look very well from an offensive standpoint. Where they lack is their defense, and that's the one place that Chicago really shines. Um, you know, it's it's almost like a tale of two different teams. They're completely opposite. The Bears are very good on the defensive half, but kind of are subpar on the offensive. And uh, the flip story for Atlanta, very well on the offensive side, but uh, leaves some to be desired on the defense. And because of that, I'm going with the defense wins championships mantra. I like Kyle Fuller. Uh, if, if I had to put somebody up against Julio Jones, I like that fact that Kyle that Kyle Fuller is going to be out there. Uh, I think the rookie corner out of Utah, Jalen Johnson, has been playing very well. I think that defense has been holding on their own pretty well to at least make Mitch Trubisky look like he is a serviceable quarterback in the NFL. Sorry, Tar Heels fans and RJ. Um, but yeah, I'm going with Chicago here. So uh, I'll go to you, RJ, since you are the Tar Heel fan. You're going against your Tar Heel. Uh, I'll let you speak on behalf of the two boys uh, down here. Why Why Atlanta? Their offense, I, I know they're 0-2, but that offense at any moment could pop off and score 35. Um, and I think this week they might. Uh, I love Mitch Trubisky. I swear he's better than the media says he is. Um, I think I think he just doesn't have a good coach, and I really don't like the weapons around him. Um, I re their offense, to me, is too gadgety. They've got Cordero Patterson, who's good for, like, two plays in the whole playbook. You've got Tariq Cohen, North Carolina A&T, shout out. He's good for, you know, three or four plays in the playbook. They don't have guys that are just good. They just don't. They've got guys that are good at this one specific thing. And I think at some point that's got to catch up with Chicago. I think Atlanta's offense just has too much firepower. 
I love Mitch. I don't like to pick against them, but I think Atlanta wins by probably 10. Uh, I think, don't get me wrong. As a homer, I, I see where people are coming from in this game. I see where all three of you are coming from. Atlanta has a very uh, high-power offense. Anybody can score on that lineup, whether it be Russell Gage, whether it be Calvin Ridley, whether it be uh, Julio Jones. Uh, obviously, any of those guys can go off. Matty Ice is one of the from a yard standpoint, always a top five quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he throws all over defenses. Um, so I could see where people are going with Atlanta. And the Bears have also played two pretty sorry teams and made it way too close in both of those games. So I, I see where I see where people are going with Atlanta. But I think uh, I'm going to stick with the homing team. I'm, I, I have to do it uh, until we lose. But uh, I'm going to go with Chicago just in the pure hope that that defense stands up. And hopefully uh, with that poor uh, passing defense that Atlanta has, that Mitch Trubisky can kind of uh, exploit some of those and hopefully connect with some Allen Robinson, connect with a uh, Jimmy Graham for sorts. So we'll see exactly what they can do in week three. That'll, that game will be in Atlanta at one o'clock. Staying in the one o'clock hour, we've cut. Who would have thought that we'd disagree on a Rams game? Uh, the Rams are taking on Buffalo. Uh, another... Awesome. Two-two split, and who else would take Buffalo but me and RJ? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I think the storyline writes itself. Uh, they're two teams, both two and no. Uh, you know, the Bills have played; uh, they played really well in Week One. Uh, left a little to be desired against Miami in Week Two. The Rams have been shockingly impressive. I mean, they have been they have been playing out of their mind. I mean, their defense has been very well. Uh, Jared Goff actually had a good game last week. I don't want to look at him. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but he had, a, he had a good game last yeah, week. I will say, I, what's that? It is Goff season. I, I will admit that Goff had a good game last week. I, as much as I want to say that he was going to suck it up in the cold weather, uh, he did well. He did very well. Um, but fuck him. He's all right. Um, <laughs> what's that? He's playing very well. Oh, and I should mention that this is a one o'clock game on the East Coast. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a little tidbit to fucking uh, random stat and and Maddie stats in in our term of Maddie P stats. I'm calling him Maddie stats. I will Maddie never forget this statistic. I need to make a little lower third graphic that comes up when you have some absurd stat that makes no sense. But Matt, 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 do you have the games written down that he, that the one o'clock uh, East Coast games that they've won? I take some notes. I don't have the specific games, though. I know they're five and oh, okay. Because I really want to know who those teams are, because I bet they're trash. They've got to be. It's probably like the Giants. And, I hear yeah. a lot of hating right now. Yeah, yeah screw them. On Jared Goff. I know no reason. the Giants. What's up, Matt? I think – I just – okay, go ahead, Matt. No, I'll, I I can try to find them if you really want nah, me to. No, no big deal. No yeah. big deal. I'm just We'll figure, we'll figure it out on our own time. It's all right, yeah. Matty Stats. I'll find <laughs> Keep it up, Maddie Stats. You're doing great. Uh, that's that's a great nickname for you, by the way, Maddie Stats. I like that. But um, yeah, no uh, no relation to Dwayne Stats. There you go, or Maddie Ice. But um, also, we'll, we'll go with Jamil. Jamil uh, opinions. Uh, you, the biggest Jared Goff fanboy in the world that isn't a Rams fan. <laughs> I just uh, do it despite you, for being honest. But I know. Um, but honestly, this is one of the tougher games for me. Um. I, that the bill, I actually really like the Bills this season. I picked them to win their division before the season started, but that was also before I saw how good Cam Newton was going to be. But um, right now, I think the Rams are our hot team. Um, I think they're going to. I think this is going to be one of the closer games on the slate. Um, 
think I, I have the Rams barely barely squeaking this one out though. I think it's going to be um just a, just a couple of plays at the right time for their offense, and uh, I think Josh Allen's due to regress at some point. Matt, I see you nodding your head. Are you kind of in the same boat with Jamil? Oh no, yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. Fair enough. Uh, obviously, uh, our everybody knows RJ and I's opinion on Jared Goff at this point. Uh, if if you're this far into GMs for hire and you don't know the Jared Goff hatred that's on half of this channel, then and then, then you're not a real fan. You haven't been subscribed. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and actually figure out why we hate Jared Goff so much. Go check out like episode three. That that's a good good throwback. Go listen to my rant on Jared Goff. Yeah. It that's was an early. It's a it's a great one. I think it's even time stamped. You can go right to it. But um, moving on uh, again, still in the one o'clock hour. We actually only uh, we disagree. Four of the five games that we agree uh, disagree on are all in the one o'clock hour. So uh, going on to Cincinnati at Philly. And uh, we were all unanimous, but I'm staying with the Bengals until they get their first win. And the Philadelphia Eagles have played subpar football so far. Uh, I don't think they're—I don't think they're playing like the Eagles. Um, by the way, the other three went with Philadelphia, um, but uh, that way I can put that lower third right there. Yeah, you guys like that? All right, but um, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Bengals until uh, until proven otherwise. Uh, Joe Burrow played out of his mind last week against a pretty decent Browns defense. I think that with that pass rush and that god awful excuse of an offensive line that they as leads, that's what Zach Taylor calls him in Cincinnati. Um, he played very well, uh, and Philadelphia has not done that either week so far. Uh, dropped to the Washington Football Team. They've dropped to the Rams, uh, who me and RJ put all of our faith in last week. Um, uh, you know, I'm not re- I'm not really willing to forgive the Eagles yet. I'm I'm going with Cincinnati. Uh, hopefully, the, Cincinnati can kind of hold off what the Eagles call a defensive line. And if they can, I mean, I like Joe Burrow in this game. I like Joe Mixon as well. I mean, I don't. Uh, I do. I do, am I fully wholeheartedly like believe in the Bengals? Absolutely not. But um, I'm going with it. Why not? You know, we, I'm, I'm behind. I need points to catch up. I need some separation here. We're going with the Bengals. So, um, and then uh, Matt, I'll get your opinion. I saw you shaking your head quite a bit. I'll, I'll take your opinion on the Eagles. Well, I mean, if anything, this explains why your record's so bad in the pick Oh, You really can't trust the Ooh, Bengals. Many stats on the top rope. Ouch. Joe Burrow is good, but he's not a magician. He's not going to, He's not going to turn uh, the offensive line into something competent, and he can't do everything himself. He's not a Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes type yet. So until that happens, which I would say about three years, um, yeah, the Bengals are not going to win this game. Under Does any stats have a linear regression line to show how long it's going to take for Joe Burrow to be as good as Pat Mahomes? I have it. Was I three it. years a, – was, was that a general, or do you have the graph to prove it? I did the math. I, I mean, Pat Mahomes and Lamar were pretty damn good before year three. I'm just saying. I don't even think – is this year three for Lamar? I mean, I mean yeah. yeah, I mean. This is year three for Lamar. Joe Burrow is statistically not going to develop as quickly. All right, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, am I full-heartedly believing in the Bengals? Absolutely not. But I'm going to go with them just for the sake of being different. Go Joe Burrow. Um, Moving on to the final game in the one o'clock hour, the Houston Texans are going to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. And we have a nice two, two split here as RJ and Matt are both going with the Texans and Jamil and I are both going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Jamil, I'll get your opinion on the Steelers and then RJ, I'll get your opinion on the Texans. 
Um, I think the Steelers' offense is back. You know, they got Big Roethlisberger back. He's over there slinging the football. Um, he's getting the ball into their receivers' weapons. And you got Juju Smith-Schuster. You got Deontay Johnson. They're over there doing their things. Um, I, I like their offensive lot. And obviously, we know all about their defense. And um, the Texans have a bad offensive line. I think the, the Steelers' defense is going to get to them. And frankly, it just doesn't have much help. And I think that, the Steelers, that their defense is going to give their offense fits, much like the Ravens gave them fits. RJ? All right, well, in the uh, – what was it? The video we did a little earlier, I mentioned how Houston has had to start against Kansas City and Baltimore. That is the toughest draw you could possibly do. Um, that is uh, – that's atrocious. I don't know why the NFL did that. So, here's the thing. They cannot start 0-3. Can't do it. They, I mean, I think they did it a couple years ago and won the division, but that's because their division was awful. Well, Tennessee's not awful anymore, and Minshew Mania can strike at any moment. So you can't start 0-3 now. They know that. They're going to do it. Deshaun, I'm ne- you cannot count out Deshaun Watson. When all those – well, he was, what, the 12th pick of the draft, something like that? Yep. Those first 11 teams, Dabo Sweeney said they're passing on Michael Jordan. He's right. Deshaun Watson is Michael Jordan. That dude is the man. He does things with no help that there's – there's very few guys that can do what Deshaun is doing with the little amount of help that he's got. Pittsburgh, you, we talk about teams that uh, – what, what you, you mentioned Chicago, how they played games that were closer than they should have been against trash teams. Well, just a few days ago, Pittsburgh played Denver. And um, what's his name? Drew Locke goes out. And this guy named Jeff Driscoll. Do you guys remember that? We live in Florida. We saw plenty of those. We saw plenty of those trash trash highlights from the University of Florida. Jeff Driscoll is awful, terrible. And that Pittsburgh defense that y'all are talking about, he went down the field and they had a chance to win that game late. What do you think Deshaun Watson's going to do? If Jeff Driscoll gave them a shot to beat Pittsburgh, what do you think Deshaun Michael Jordan Watson is going to do to Pittsburgh? Come on, get out of here with that. Deshaun's not starting 0-3. There you go. If, hey, if Deshaun Watson's Michael Jordan, then he must own a NASCAR team. Feel free to check out a pit stop on that one. Um, but we'll put the card right guy. there. <laughs> we'll put a oh. card right there. Uh, <laughs> going on to the final game that we all uh, – uh, another 2-2 split, and I think this is the game that everybody saw this week and expected a split. Uh, the Monday night game of Kansas City taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, who would have thought RJ and I agree again? We're both going with the Ravens, and then Jamil and uh, Matt are going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Matt, I'll get oh, – I, I think this is going to be one where we're going to all have to talk. So, Matt, we'll start with you. Uh, get your opinion on the Chiefs, and then we'll go to Jamil. This was probably – the toughest decision I had to make. And I think I think you guys can somewhat agree just because these are two of the best teams in the league, uh, hands down. Uh, both similar offenses, a little different in the way the quarterbacks play, but both very high power. Um, and both solid defenses, I'll say, not elite, uh, but solid. Um, yeah, this was just kind of a, a toss-up for me. I don't have anything specific that really stands out. Um, I can. I, I think Jamil might have something better. Um, he's always been more specific when it comes to that stuff. But yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with the uh, Chiefs. Jamil, Chiefs. 
Um, not like like um, Maddie Stat said, um, this probably the toughest game for us to choose from. We have two elite teams going at it. What probably should have been the AFC Championship last year. The Ravens they get upset. Um, for me, what's going to get the Ravens have been more dominant this season. I don't, I don't think that's um, I don't think we can say they haven't. But um, for this game, if you have to tell me Pat Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson, um, I'm gonna take Pat Mahomes just based on what we saw last week. You know, the ability for him to play at such a high level in these crunch time situations, um, I value that very highly. Um, I think that they're going to eventually – I think they're going to have to get the ball into Tyreek Hill hands a little bit more often um, in this game for them to beat the Ravens. Um, on the Ravens, on their side of the ball, for them to win this game, I think um, obviously they – I feel like they've been kind of um, playing at half speed, honestly. They haven't had to, like, go hard. They've, they've won these past two games of ease to me. And um, I, I, I'm really excited to, for them to go full throttle this game. This is a game I'm really looking forward to. So um, there's that, but I think the Chiefs are going to edge them out just barely. I, I think a Harrison Bucker field goal does the job. RJ, we'll get your opinion. Why the Ravens? I think they have the best roster in the NFL. Uh, I think from 1 to 53, there's not a team in the NFL that is better than the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I would give Mahomes a slight advantage over Lamar, um, but with what Kansas City showed us against a rookie quarterback and Justin Herbert, um, why can't Lamar, you know, do that? Why can't Lamar give them a chance to win that game? Uh, I, I think Baltimore, they just have a better roster, honestly. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Bet the over, sit back, and watch and have fun because it's going to be a great game. See, Before I, go, I will say the Chiefs defense does scare me. Yeah. that That's where I separate is, is it comes down to me to the defensive standpoint, and I think – we can all unanimously agree that the Ravens have a better defense. Um, I, I think whenever you look at it, of uh, the personnel, and I think historically the Ravens have always been a better defense than the Kansas city, at least for the most part, at least definitely in recent years. Um, and yeah, the Kansas city chiefs have an amazing offense, but Hey, so do the Ravens. Um, there's, this has game of the year implications written all over it. Um, that if this game goes exactly how everybody thinks it's going to go, this is going to be the game of the year. This is going to be the most disgusting game to ever watch. Everybody's going to be glued on the TV for Monday night football. Uh, probably going to be one of the most watched games of the year, uh, you know, in the regular season, it's going to be a big matchup, but when it comes down to it, as mentioned by Jamil, I really like this, uh, the, the defense of the Baltimore Ravens. I think, uh, just enough to hold off. Uh, at, at least I think it's going to be one of those to where it's going to come down to like one drive, similar to what Jamil said. It's going to be a Harrison Bucker kick. I think it's going to be a Justin Tucker kick. That's the only difference. Uh, the The Ravens defense has been playing phenomenal the first two weeks. Um, I don't see why they don't still play at a very high level in week three. Uh, does that mean Kansas City is going to get shut out or whatever? Absolutely not. I would never say that. Um, I, it's just not likely, but um, I, I think the Ravens defense is going to have just enough to hold off Kansas city for a couple of drives um, enough for Lamar Jackson and company to take the lead and ultimately win the game out in Baltimore. Pretty ironic that they're playing in week three this year and they played in week three last year. I wonder if the really? makers have been on purpose. That. Yeah. They played in week weird. last year in Kansas city. Oh, Jamil stats. Let's go. <laughs> Jamie stats. Um, I don't want to take Maddie stats. I just want to throw that one out there. Sorry, Maddie. King stats. stats. Oh, that's a king stat right there. King you. 
All right. That how about that? So those are the five games we disagree on. Should have been four, but I get a little crazy when it comes to the Bengals. Um, I come a little trigger happy. Um, but uh, moving on to the games that we are unanimous on. Going to the one o'clock hour. Uh, the first game: Miami versus Jacksonville. Minshew mania, uh, according to us, will all strike again as the Jacksonville Jaguars will take on uh, and defeat the Miami Dolphins. We'll start with Matt. Uh, Why did you take the Jaguars? They've just been playing really, uh, not really well this year, but uh, Gardner Minshew at least has been playing pretty well. I know I said in our week two review that he was going to start kind of declining a little bit um, after this kind of hot start, but I think it'll be enough to beat the Dolphins. Um, Fitzpatrick had a Good week last week, too. Way better than his first week. Um, but I, I do think the Jaguars will be able to edge this one out. Uh, this might be countering the Kansas City-Baltimore game. That might be the most watched this season. This might be the least watched this season. Uh, I don't know anyone that's looking forward to watching this game. Uh, this Shoot, I'm might, watching it. This might be yeah. one I put on to, to go to sleep to or something. No, like I'm that. watching it. Give, give, me the, give me the first Miami versus Jets game, and that's when I'm going to take a nap. Whatever <laughs> When that first game hits, that's when I'll turn off my television. But, <laughs> but I, I see what you mean. I mean, obviously not very sexy teams playing each other. I mean, I think this might be a sneaky good game, though. Yeah, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be good on like a football level. But if you're rooting for like, I mean, if you're looking for like flashiness, then you're not gonna. Fly. No, 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 they're really? they're very much they're very much. Football. What do you What do you mean? It doesn't get much flashier than little Gardner Mania. Come on now. Minshew Those are beer versus stash. I'm locked in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uncle Rico doesn't have any mountains to throw over in uh, Miami. It's all flat land, baby. It's clear. Look, I have a stash, so I got a He's got the Atlantic me. Ocean to throw over in Jacksonville, though, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> well, we'll uh, all of us going with Gardner Minshew and company, uh, we're saying that the Jags are going to go up to 2-1. and one. Can you believe it? Uh, I can't, but – Moving on to uh, Washington at Cleveland. Uh, again, a unanimous Cleveland. Cleveland Browns all going with that one. Jamil, we'll get your take on why the Cleveland Browns. Um, this will be the third straight week. I picked the Browns. I, was not in, I picked the Browns week one. I'm tripping. I said it would be close, and they got blown out. That's what happened. But um, I think they're starting to get into their stride on offense. Um, I am a little bit worried that that defense line might give Baker some fits. But I think Baker got into a good rhythm last week. He got Odell Beckham involved. Both running backs were involved. And um, I think the offense is going to keep trucking along this week, and they're going to get that win. Oh, wow. I'm really sorry. Big mistake on my end. There's a game that we disagree on, and I completely missed it. Um, <clears throat> so we'll hit that while we're here. Uh, Tennessee going into Minnesota. We're uh, actually yeah, me. we're actually a split on that one, a, a, a 50-50 split. Me and Matt are both going with Tennessee, and then uh, RJ and Jamil are both going with Minnesota. So uh, we'll start with RJ. RJ, why Minnesota? Because Kirk Cousins can't possibly look anywhere close to as bad as he did a couple days ago against the Colts. Uh, let's be real. Kirk Cousins cannot be that awful again. They got to win eventually, right? I think Minnesota has a good roster, and I don't expect Ryan Tannehill to throw for four touchdowns again. So, Matt, I'll go to you. Why, why Tennessee? Well, my main reason for Tennessee actually was because Kirk Cousins has been so bad, and their offense has been pretty shitty. Uh, no better way to put it. Um, yeah, that, that was the main reason why I was going with it. But that means they're due. They're Ooh. due, but I don't, know if, I don't know if it's this week. Um, as you mentioned, Ryan Tannehill has been good. Uh, you mentioned it kind of, but, uh, yeah, four touchdowns last week. I expect 
similar things this week, uh, even against the Vikings secondary. I think he can do it. Do is the word I would use in week two whenever Minnesota was playing the Colts. To play so well against the Packers and not be able to get that win, I think the, I thought the Vikings were going to come back with a vengeance and try to take out a team, and they looked like a Pop Warner team. They looked bad. Um, a, stop the run, which which is the worrisome against Derrick Henry. But I, I picked the Vikings just to be different. I thought I'd be the only one, but I will see what happens. No, not 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 this week. I thought uh, definitely, I, which is shocking. I, I I was surprised to see this game split. Uh, I as as Jamil said, he thought he would be the only one. I very well thought he'd be the only one too. But um, I'm gonna make a switch. We'll see. Hey, we'll 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 keep everybody updated. That'll be on the Instagram if some if something changes. But uh, going back to unanimity, well, looking at Vegas versus New England in New England, everybody's going with the Patriots. I think as every well should. Uh, RJ, we'll get your opinion on the Patriots because. It might be 2020 for everybody else, but it's 2015 for Cam Newton, and he's looking like it. That dude is back to being in MVP form. He's finally got some decent receivers to throw to. Um, I love the fact that he's 100% healthy, and he's just mauling dudes again. Uh, If they get within the five-yard line, you're not stopping him. He's going to run it, um, unless the offensive line decides to not block like the last play against the Seahawks. But, um, yeah, no, Cam Newton looks like MVP again, so good for him. Cam Newton look, looking like he's going to finish the season with more rushing than passing touchdowns just because he's going to get on the five and run it in. I mean, it, it, Cam, it, Cam Newton's also the greatest dual threat quarterback of all time, so he can do it. There you go. And Tebow, hello? Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to touch that. Um, San Francisco going into New York to take on the Giants. All of us going with San Francisco, though they are depleted. Uh, Jamil, I'll get your opinion on that one. Even though they've lost um, everybody, we're all still team. going they're with still the better than the. Oh, sorry for cutting you off. No, you're good. Depleted team, they're still better than the Giants. Um, even though they're banged up running back, I think they're going to replace them just fine. I think Jeff Wilson's going to come in. He's going to do his job like he did last year when all the running backs got hurt, and I think they're going to keep it pushing. Who's their backup cue? Nick Mullins, but apparently Jimmy G huh. might play still, so we'll see what happens. Hey, Nick Mullins could be worse. I mean, he had a decent uh, couple, maybe one game last year. I mean, I, I know he had one game where I was at least game. like, who's Nick Mullins? Let me pick that guy up in fantasy. And then that was the worst decision of my life. But, um, yeah, so th- that's the uh, – it looks like that's the end of the 1 o'clock segment. Uh, going on to the 4 o'clock games, the Jets coming into Indianapolis to take on the Colts, and we are all going with the Colts. I'll get your opinion on it, Matt. Why Indianapolis? Uh, Indianapolis, just because I think their run game is is getting stronger by the week as Jonathan Taylor gets more comfortable in Indianapolis. Uh, I think he could be a real problem for the Jets' defense. And the Jets haven't been very strong in any category this season. So I don't see how they'll be able to keep up with with the Colts. I'd like to see Phillip Rivers target uh, T.Y. Hilton a little bit more. I I feel like he's very underused these days in Indianapolis. uh, And I would like to see him get targeted a bit more. Going on to Carolina at the Chargers as the smirk comes on RJ's face as we all predict the tank continues to happen. Uh, RJ, it's always a pleasure to hear you talk about the Panthers. Let's get your opinion on that game. Well, if Anthony Lynn has brain fade and lets Tyrod Taylor start over Justin Herbert, um, that game will be close. But if Justin Herbert plays, let's go, baby. Hey, the best part about being 0-2 is the chance to go 0-3 this Sunday against Justin Herbert. I'm all for it. Christian McCaffrey, shut it down. Don't come back this year, baby. Take the year off. 
It's just so – I've never heard somebody be so excited about their team losing. I love it. Um, when touchdown Jesus is coming out in the next year's draft, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll throw a party when they go 0-16. <laughs> going on to Tampa at Denver even uh, after losing Drew Locke we are all confident that the Buccaneers will be able to pull it out in Colorado Jamil get your opinion on that one um, yeah um, obviously with no Drew Locke that really hurts their offense I think the Bucks are slowly but surely going to get into their groove soon um, the run game is with Leonard Fournette starting the turn up um, I think their defense is going to set the tone though I think they're going to get the win there you go. Moving on to Detroit at Arizona. All of us going with the Arizona Cardinals. And, uh, man, you got to feel bad for somebody in that organization. I'd assume Matt Stafford. But uh, look for the Lions to have at least a 10-point lead in this game and blow it again. Uh, that seems to be about Lions fashion. Um, don't sleep on Kyler Murray. Don't sleep on DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I think that offense is a little bit too overpowered to be able to be stopped by the Lions. Uh, the Lions will get off to an early, probably 14 to three, maybe 14 seven lead, uh, as they do in every game. Detroit Lions will start to feel hope, and then they'll realize that they're clinically depressed by the fourth quarter. Um, so look towards the Arizona Cardinals in week three. Uh, moving on to Dallas at Seattle, uh, a decent pairing of teams, but all of us going with the Seattle Seahawks uh, in Seattle. Matt, we'll get your opinion on why you took the Seahawks. I think this will be similar to the uh, Cowboys game last week, uh, kind of close, higher scoring. The only difference is that the Cowboys are now going against the future NFL MVP. I'm really hoping this year Russell Wilson gets the MVP votes he deserves because he's playing out of his mind. Um, the way he leads that offense is like no other quarterback in this league. And I do think he'll be, he, he'll be able to edge out the Dallas Cowboys. Russell Wilson is playing absolutely gross. He's completed 83% of his passes in two weeks. That is disgusting. Uh, 6'10 and nine touchdowns, only one interception. I mean, absolutely phenomenal numbers for Russ Wilson. Uh, so, yeah, all of us going with the Seattle Seahawks. Moving on to Green Bay at New Orleans. And uh, as, as we mentioned in the recap video, it seems like Drew Brees may be lacking throwing the deep pass. Um, and then after dropping a game to – the Vegas Raiders, all of us are a little bit skeptical to go with that game. And, I mean, how can you not take the Packers when they've dropped at least 40 in the last two weeks? Uh, all of us going with Green Bay, and that's actually our final game before uh, we wrap it up here. Uh, RJ, I'll get your opinion on why the Packers. I was shocked. I, I, I thought someone would take New Orleans. Um, listen, I don't really like either team here. I, I don't think Drew Brees can throw a football more than 20, 25 yards anymore. Um, Y'all know I don't like the Packers roster. I know they've looked good the first two weeks, but that's because, speaking of turning back the clock like Cam, Aaron Rodgers looks like 2011 Aaron Rodgers. So uh, as long as he's doing that and he's balling and Aaron Jones is, you know, putting up, what, a million yards that he was like last week, um, I, I don't see how New Orleans can stop him right now. Uh, I think the deep ball, I think Aaron Rodgers still has it. Drew Brees doesn't. Um, and that, that deep ball can get you out of some trouble. So if New Orleans does get the lead early, Aaron Rodgers can just sling it, bring them back. And, uh, yeah, man, I like the Packers in this one. I think the compelling thing in this game is going to be Devontae Adams versus Marshawn Lattimore. I think mm -hmm. if that goes well for Adams, it's going to be all Packers. And uh, if 
if that goes well for Lattimore, it's going to be a very interesting game to watch. Um, if Lattimore has Adams number, I'm assuming they're going to have to try to change up some coverages, but I'm assuming that Sean Payton's not going to let Marshawn Lattimore get off of Devonte Adams. Uh, I'm assuming that they're going to be tagged up all game long. Um, so I would like to see for my division's sake, I would love to see the saints defense kind of play up and hopefully stop Aaron Rodgers and make him not look like a freak of nature in 2011, Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I'd, Try to think realistically on some games. Maybe not with the Bengals, but I'll at least try to do it with this one. Um, so, yeah, Green Bay all the way for the four of us, and that'll wrap up our picks for week three. Uh, Matt with a one-game lead over Jamil and RJ, and I'm coming up the rear about four games behind everybody. So uh, we're we're struggling over here in, in Polstonville. But uh, until then, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Anybody have any closing thoughts before we head on off to week three? First Tim Tebow would come back. You know, we we can't. I think it's time to go. <laughs> that man's taking batting practice. <laughs> that man's working on it, uh, working on uh, getting past warning track power. But uh, until you next time, the, hey, you see, you see the chick he just married. I don't think he needs batting practice. I think he's got it figured <laughs> out. <laughs> and he's been yeah, he's living his best life. He's been saving it forever. So this woman is about to see what. Tebow time's all about. All right, right we're done here. <laughs> and now that we have sinned on camera and, and disgraced the name of Tim Tebow, I think it's time to wrap it up. Uh, I'm going to pray for all of us tonight a little bit more. As you should. I think everybody should all keep us all in our prayers because we're all a little, uh, you know, we're we're in a tough spot right now. But, uh, don't leave me in with you. Maybe don't just me. I don't that. know. <laughs> don't that was definitely me. All right. Pray for me on 18 and 14. But uh, until then, uh, I'm Will Bolson alongside with Matt Perry, RJ Strope, and Jamil King. We've been the GMs Fryer, and this is our pick on week three of the NFL season. And we'll see you after the week concludes. Peace.